Okay, Shelly, what's the name of that song? Name that song. What is the name of that song? When She Smiles. No. <laughs> Interesting. It's not. The name of that song is absolutely, and in parentheses, Story of a Girl. But I agree. It, you know, it's it's so many different things. Like this is the story of a girl starts. You think that would be the the uh, the title of the song, but it's not. Anyway, this is BS dot show seven oh six. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Together we get together and we make BS Monday through Friday from six o'clock. And I'm never late. Six o'clock till eight o'clock every <laughs> every, every day of the week. Good morning, <sighs> sunshine. You know, today not only is the end of February, but in the end, uh, today is the last day for the mask mandate in St. Louis County, and whoop, whoop. also the last day of the mask mandate for the entire state of Illinois, if you can believe that. Really? Yes. Okay, now, Mr. Wow. Mike Despite Outen. what Fauci says, huh? Mike Outen has been telling me I should check the gas prices in Joplin, because he says, this is interesting. He is correct. Wow, interesting. There's a place in, wow, there's a place down near the Arkansas border. South of Branson, two ninety nine a gallon. Really, they'll be it. It'll by the time we get to Branson, it'll be four. Three dollars and four cents in Joplin. Three dollars and one cent uh, at the Murphy. That was probably the Wally World there in Joplin. Um, Jasper, Missouri, three dollars and eleven cents. Mount Vernon, Missouri, three nineteen. Uh, let's see where's Springfield at. You know, and, and Mr. Otten is the one who turned me on. He uses this all the time. Yeah, Springfield. Well, there's a couple. Oh, there's a couple places in Springfield. Two ninety nine a gallon. Wow. Break time three nineteen. There's a Casey's General Store on the southeast corner of Springfield area. That's three nineteen. Going down to Branson. There's a Conoco in Branson for two ninety nine. Uh, Casey's in Branson for three oh nine. Man, what's going on with that? Now let's go to the West Coast. We're talking about gas prices. Okay, let's see. We Oh, I thought we were really going. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thanks, Brad. Uh, Thanks for the teaser. Here we go. In White Mountain, Nevada, 407 a gallon. Okay, in San They're Diego. always high though. In San Diego, there's a Speedway uh, 439. There's a mobile station in Santa Barbara that's 425. But that could be low for them. Cuz sometimes I thought they were in like the 5 and 6s. Let's go to LA. You're not listening to me, are I you? I am. Yeah, there's uh, four. Seven, there's four dollars. Uh, there's a, here's a gas station. Where's this? This is this up in Malibu, five five fourteen a gallon. Um, Sam's Club in looks like in Anaheim four twenty nine. A Chevron down in I five in Long Beach four ninety nine. That's probably the most expensive in the same, in the Los Angeles. But what Metro. does it run usually? Yeah, but once again, I mean, it, it, well, a, uh, do you know a year? Let's let's put it this way: fourteen fourteen months ago, guess what the gas price probably was? Well, in St. Louis, I, I was, don't know. I'm asking. I was buying it for under two bucks a gallon. Yeah, but that's here. It's never been like that out in it was, on the West Coast. It's always been more significant. It was probably three bucks a gallon, something like that. You know? Okay. And you and, just don't know. Why don't you just say you don't know, Shelley? What? I know everything. I just am not telling you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. I know that. And so I'm like, I, I don't think you know. It's Otherwise, my, it's, you'd be spewing it out. It's Mr. Like no, no. No, but it's it's always been higher. But once again, if we had $2 a gallon. Dollars, but no, if we had $2 a gallon gasoline, it was like 280 in Los Angeles. You know, 
And obviously, it's it's and and they have. I think they have one of the problems there is California makes them do the special blend. You know, we have that in the Midwest at least. We have like the winter gas and the summer gas and stuff like that. But you know, once I'm again, I'm not even gonna pr- pretend like I believe you. You don't believe there's two there's winter gas and summer gas. No, like there's no winter ga- winter air and summer air. Honest to God, going to your tires. There's winter blend and summer blend. That's that's a big fat lie. Okay, you want to put some money on that one? I'll win that bet real easily. Usual standard bet? No, I don't want that bet. Okay, here I'll go. Here I'll type in. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google winter w i n t e r blend gasoline g s g s o l i n e winter blend gasoline. Okay, the difference. Here we go right here. This is and this is on the Gas Buddy site, September 15, twenty twenty one. The difference between summer bl- news. Now, hold it. The difference between summer blend and winter blend. Gas buddy. And here I'll read the article. And here's the article. See, you didn't believe me. I know this one because I know people in the gas business. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. With the difference, kind of gas. Here's, here's three questions. What is the difference between <laughs> summer blend and winter blend gasoline? Summer gasoline is reduced emissions. Winter gasoline helping your car start in cooler temperatures. Fuels calendar dates with key gas price increases, decreases, how to save gas money. Okay, and it says right here, seasonal temperatures and government regulations make a, dif- a big difference in the type of gasoline we use in our vehicles. Summer gasoline. In the warmer months, gasoline has a greater chance of evaporating from your car's fuel system. This can produce additional smog and increased emissions. Refiners reduce the chance of gas vapor evaporation in your car during the summer by producing gasoline blends that have lower reed vapor pressure, RVP, that's R-E-I-D, are lower volatility. These blends vary from state to state, region to region, due to RVP state regulations. They also vary by octane level. Uh, winter... So it has fiber. It has fiber? Yeah, that's what causes more gas is fiber. Oh, God. Winter gas. <laughs> Pretend I didn't hear that. Winter gasoline. In winter, <laughs> gasoline blends have a higher reed vapor pressure, meaning they evaporate more easily and allow gasoline to ignite more easily to start your car in cold temperatures. This blend is cheaper to produce, which results in lower gas prices at the pumps from late September through late April. So it's cheaper now. we got cheap gas, and the more expensive gas is on the way. And it says, uh, fuel calendars dates the note, and it shows Missouri. Missouri is, uh, oh, Missouri also has oxygenated fuels, which is fun. Um, Okay, here's EPA. uh, There's all sorts of EPA. This is May 1st. Fuel terminals are required to sell only summer gasoline on May 1st, which while gas stations have until June 1st to complete the changeover to summer gasoline. The switch from winter to summer gasoline is one of the major factors behind seasonal fuel prices increases in May. September 15th, the last day that EPA requires summer gasoline is September 15th, but most refiners start producing it again in late August and will draw down remaining summer supply. In addition, gasoline demand falls as temperatures begin to seasonally drop, leading gas prices to fall through the fall. Starting September 16th, gas stations can again start filling up with non-summer or winter gasoline. And you didn't believe me. Yeah, uh, you're correct. I didn't believe you. I was schooled by Randy Bluestone, Country Club Car Wash. He told me. Well, then you should have said that. If you would have prefaced it with that, I would have believed you. Well, but see, once again, it's always fascinating to me and you and I can can claim a little of this. As we talk to various clients and get to know their business and try to figure out what's going to help make their business grow with our advertising, we yes. learn a little bit about everyone's business, right? And them. And, yes. and, well, and them. But we like to make it but their business. Um, more than business. Well, we learn about their business. We learn that, yeah, you know, we, do. we learn about, you know, like the, the fact that, you know, 
uh, hold on a minute. My screen just went blank. Okay, there it is. Uh, we learn about what makes some businesses uh, different from others. How you know you have you look at some companies, you go, well, they're all HVAC companies, and they may be drastically different. One HVAC company may only you know specialize in putting in air conditioning units in in new homes that they're building, and then another one may specialize in servicing old furnaces. You know, uh, so there's still people around the St. Louis area. There's still people in some areas, like in some Kirkwood areas, places like that and obviously in the city, that have boilers. Can you believe that? You know, they still have, uh, you know, uh, hot water, you know, heat where they have radiators. They have radiators. And there aren't, you know, once again, there's some HVAC companies you call them up. Hey, I got a a boiler system with radiators. Uh, Sorry, we don't do that. And other companies, oh, yeah, yeah. I bet you Elite would. I don't know. I don't know. Well, but see, you don't have that. But see, they've got the industrial side and the residential side. But the further west, the further you get away from the downtown area in St. Louis, and that's north, south, east, and west, uh, the less you see of that. And obviously in St. Charles County, there's probably maybe some old places in downtown Washington that are downtown St. Louis and same thing like in Franklin County and downtown Washington. There may be some places that are still running boilers, but for the most part, it's what they call forced air. You know, you got a blower, you got a, you know, you got an air handler or a furnace. It, you know, it blows air across heating coils or, or you know, our burners. And you know, in the winter, in the summer, it blows air across an evap coil uh, that provides air conditioning. So anyway, uh, see, I won that bet. Look at you, and you didn't. You were going to take me up on that one. I am. I'll buy you lunch. Where at today? Is is Tony's open for lunch today? <laughs> Have you, have, they don't have hamburgers, have, Brad. Have you ever eaten at Tony's? The fancy schmancy. I don't. I guess it's still in business. The one Tony's on top down on Main Street, or Tony Tony's. The one downtown, the fancy schmancy place. Um, I have not. Uh, you know, I quite honestly, I will tell this story, and I shouldn't admit this, but I guess it was about four or five years ago. I had dinner by myself at Ruth's, Chris, and Clayton. I don't, yes, I, I knew that. I don't know if it's still there or not. Did they move that? I don't know if they that, that, that. I don't know. That one moves around. Anyway, I had dinner at Ruth's, Chris, and Clayton. Okay? And I thought to myself, I'm going to treat myself because it was a special day for me. Okay? I went and the bill, me, and I, all I got was steak, french fries, and a salad, and a drink. And the bill was like $82. Okay? So it wasn't that special time you went there. No, it was just, it was just you know, it was just. When it was like. Ten bucks or something. No, that was that was uh, that was Capitol Grill in Clayton. Oh, okay. That was I'm when they sorry. were serving sorry, Ruth. the fifty. Sorry, Chris. The, that was when they were serving the the fifty dollars steaks for fifteen bucks. <laughs> right. And you drive up. That was during the height of the COVID thing. So, and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I could have eaten three times at you know where. Uh huh. And you know what you know where is? I do. Where is you know where? Huh? Where is you know where? Mid Rivers? No, no. At Freddy's, I could have eaten. I could eaten fifteen times at Freddy's, <laughs> our our White Castle, or our, you know, at at the the still the cheapest. And it's not on my diet right now. By the way, I'll give an update on my diet. Uh, the best deal around is still the four for four at Wendy's. You get a hamburger. Then why aren't you taking me to Wendy's instead of Freddy's? It's not on my diet. Remember, the name of my diet is Little McFreddy. Here, Little McFreddy Wendy's. Here in front of me, I have what is this? What is this sound? Hear that sound? That's but, your little Debbie. That's my little Debbie's wrapper. Okay, I have my little Debbie's wrapper, and then for lunch, I usually have McDonald's. Although I switch it up, sometimes I have Little Freddy's for lunch, and then I have, I have, uh, I have uh, McDonald or Little Freddy's for dinner. Okay, Little. McFreddy. 
Little Debbie's morning, McDonald's, then then Freddy's, okay? This is day number 29. Excuse me. This is day number three weeks. This is day number 20, 22? Yeah, 22, because I started on a Monday three weeks ago, so today is the 22nd day of my diet, okay? I have lost almost nine pounds, almost nine pounds, and all I eat is that. I Are eat- you going to try to get a six-pack? I don't drink beer. <laughs> no. Ha ha. No. <laughs> Are you going to try to make yourself have a six pack? Are you going to like work out till you have abs? The smartest woman in the world says Sam Steakhouse is better than bestest ever. Is that? I guess that is that in the landing. Is that still there? I don't know if it is or not. I mean, every you know the landing is so sad, and now they changed the name of the it casino. Used to be so thriving. Well, now they name. And I remember going down there and hanging out. Well. There was a bar down there, and there was a um, lot of bars down a there. A Steely Dan band was playing. Well, there's all sorts. And of, huh? Remember, Muddy Waters was down. Remember that? That was like the yes, I do. The big concert venue. I mean, all the big yeah. names that played there once upon a time, all gone. The casino killed it, and then the Arch killed it. Then those, you know, those. There's there's this guy on Twitter. I don't. I have no idea what the deal is with this guy. He goes after me all the time, and I'm going like, I don't get who this guy is. His Who name is goes after His you? name is Dennis Boganovich. Okay, I have no idea who he is, and he's some urban planner dude. He lives in the city. He's always going, oh, the city's wonderful. City's wonderful. City's wonderful. And I'm going, dude. And one day I posted on there about the fact that they destroyed downtown when they cut off North and Southbound Memorial Drive. And once again, I agree with that. And it's so screwed up downtown. It is. It's it's um, because you used and, it, and it's does it's it's like lackadaisical. It doesn't even have a well, it like to- like a plan. Well, it totally changed the traffic patterns. And for example, totally. you used to be able to get off of Northbound Fifty Five and get on to Northbound Memorial Drive and go right into the landing. Nope, can't do that anymore because it's blocked off. And used to be able to get on Southbound Memorial Drive, block off of Washington, and go all the way through, you know, right up against the arch, right against 70, and then go through downtown. You could go, you could go down to Memorial Drive. Uh, you know, you were on Memorial Drive. You could make a right on, on what would that be, uh, right there in front of the, or was that one way? I can't remember. In front of the, the Adams Mark uh, slash Hyatt. Uh, and you can, and now you can't, and and even to the point where it's screwed up the the Hyatt Hotel. Because remember the last time we did over the edge there, you used to be able to just go down, you know, go down. What is that? I can't know what street that is in front of the Hyatt, and make a right and get on the southbound fifty five. They screwed up all the highway numbers. It's all different. It doesn't make any sense. You're driving on eastbound forty four. You're going west on eastbound forty four, and all of a sudden you're on westbound seventy. Literally one minute. Literally one foot. There's a line on interstate on the interstate where one minute you're going east in 44, the next minute you're going west in 44. Think about that for people that come into St. Louis they are driving around that don't know the area. How in the world can you be going east on one highway and then immediately you're going west on another highway or interstate? It just doesn't make any sense. And the it whole really thing, doesn't. And I'll think, well, we want to make it easier for pedestrians to get to the arch. Well, build a stupid bridge. You know, build a bridge downtown. You know, I think that would have been cool, a bridge over the interstate where you walk down there and you go right into the arch grounds. No, they've got to tear up north and south. So anyway, I said something about that, and he sends me this nasty, nasty email or nasty text or nasty tweet. I can't believe who gave you your urban planning degree. What You don't don't know what you're talking about. Hey, dude, I'm a traffic reporter, former traffic reporter. I know how traffic flows. I've seen it from the air. I've watched it for years. When they did that, it screwed up downtown. Now that's screwed up downtown because of the fact they have the Jersey barriers that are sitting on Broadway and 4th Street. So yep. the, and I'm yep. going like, I go, this is stupid. Why are they doing this? 
You know, I mean, think about that for a minute. If you go, if you come in from out of town and you see that, it's like going to Beirut. I mean, it's like what you're seeing in Ukraine in Kiev, or they call it Kiev. They, they got the streets blocked off with those hunks of concrete, okay? Why they, we get why they're doing that in Kiev, Ukraine, why they do it in downtown St. Louis. And I've actually had people, I've heard people, tourists come in and go, why is the, why are the lanes blocked off? Why if you have four lane one way road on Broadway, why there's only one lane open in some spots? Because the police can't control the 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 the, the, the hooligans who are riding their ATVs and their dirt bikes and their drag racing. What? The police can't control it? Nope, it's out of control. Why don't they just arrest them? Well, because the prosecutor because won't. Because they pro- don't arrest anybody anymore. <laughs> because the prosecutor won't prosecute them. Why <laughs> won't the prosecutor prosecute them? I don't know. Ask Kim Gardner. You know, I mean, the whole thing doesn't make any sense. I mean, you and you talk to Steve Elman the county executive in St. Charles County, and he just shakes his head about this. Because, once again, you do that stuff in St. Charles County, guess what? You're going to the Gray Bar Hotel. They yep. Ca- they, catch you, you know, they catch you shoplifting in St. Charles County. You're spending at least a night in jail. You know, you shoplift in, in you know, Los Angeles. Remember in New York, they got the deal, armed robbery? You get a ticket. <laughs> you show for traffic court. Armed robbery, walking with a gun. And once again, guns are like extremely, you'd think they'd charge them with, with illegal possession of a firearm. Because in New York City, you have to have like, you have to be the Pope to be able to have a gun. You know, you can apply for a concealed carry license, but there's hardly anybody has them. And the only people that have them are like high profile people who, you know, like know somebody, you know. But yet, in New York, you pull out a gun. You know, I, I, I honestly... Shelly, you're going to think I'm weird when I tell you this. I have thought about. Brad, I already. Think I have you're thought weird. about saying. You don't have to tell me anything. I've done this radio business for a long time. I've done this business. You for have a long time. for for a minute, yeah. I'm tired of the winters. You know, I'm not going to go to Florida. I'm thinking I'm going to go to L.A. or San Francisco. I'm just going to go. Okay, I need I need nine hundred dollars today. Well, I won't get nine hundred dollars. I'll go steal nine hundred dollars worth of stuff from Walgreens and I'll just sell it. Maybe I'll make three, four, five hundred bucks. I mean. Let's say I get made two hundred bucks. Okay, if I did that five days you a week, you can do that on marketplace. If I did that five days a week, that's a thousand dollars a week. Okay, that's fifty-two thousand dollars a year. Okay, I think I could probably have a pretty decent life for fifty-two k in L.A. Don't. What do you think? I mean, I wouldn't. I'd probably have for fifty-two k. Yeah. I don't think that you would have a life at all. Oh yeah, I'd have a crappy little apartment somewhere. You know, but I, I don't. I don't know if that's accurate. Which beats a crappy little house, because you don't want to live in a crappy little house. Because they're a million dollars. <laughs> no, not in Kirkwood, they're a million dollars. <laughs> no, but in, you know, I in read, California they are. I read that story over again. We talked about this last week. The the people who were, they did a tear down, they tore a house down in Kirkwood, and they built yeah. a new house, and then they realized they were 1.6 feet over the setback line. And the setback line, what did we say, it was five, six feet? And what's interesting is the neighbor next door said, I don't have a problem with that. You know, in other words, what the setback line is. It doesn't matter if he has a problem with it. It matters who he sells his house to that is a problem with it. Somebody screwed the pooch on this. No, 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 no. They need to fix it. No, the problem with that is the guy applied for a variance to the city council or whatever. After it was done? Well, yeah, because they didn't realize it was a mistake. They didn't realize where they, they, it was an honest mistake. Somebody surveyed it wrong, okay? It was an honest mistake. It's one, oh, there's my screen again. It was one point six feet over the the setback line not over the property line over the setback line so it still like was four feet or something from the property line okay okay so the person the quote in the post dispatch was a violation is a violation now i want to see that person pulled over by the kirkwood police doing 31 miles an hour on kirkwood road and when the cop walks up to the car window and says hey 
you're doing 31. Speed limit's 30. And the person would go, well, hold on. I was only doing 31. Oh, cop looks at him and says, violation is a violation. Here's your ticket. Right? How would they feel about that? They'd go, I can't believe I got a ticket for one mile and over the speed limit. Once again, a violation is a violation, right? I'll remember that. No, but seriously. I mean, I will. Seriously. Once again, I mean, it's to the point where like, okay, let it go. You know, I was when the next door neighbor's not complaining. It's not like it was over the property line. That's different. It was over the setback line. Wrong, 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 wrong. Okay. We got to take a break. (laughs) Did you have a fan on at your house? I always have a fan on at my house. Okay. Never mind. You can't hear it. Nobody can hear it. I can hear it. I got super hearing. You do have a superpower. Okay. Look to your right right now. I can see that. I can hear that spider crawling across your floor. It's seven, it's seven okay, 20, let's take a break. It's 726. Little breaky break.